Hey everyone, welcome back to the Literacy-Based Speech Therapy Podcast. My name is Kaylin. And my name is Ashley. We are both licensed speech-language pathologists. If you have a love of picture books and want fresh ideas for using them in your therapy sessions, then you're in the right place. Today, we're doing another favorites episode. We're going to be sharing eight alternative books to Halloween. So these books include spiders, bats, pumpkins, night animals. So they're great to use during the Halloween time during October. But if, you know, either you don't like to use the Halloween theme or your students don't want to use that, or maybe your school is, you know, can't use Halloween. These are great alternatives. If you want to take a few notes about these books, you can print off our free download that we've provided. And the link is in the show notes. All of these books we are mentioning are readily available from your library. We also provide Amazon links if there are some you want to add to your personal library. These books are a complete episode. They have a plan. They take actions to solve it. So we think they're perfect to work with our students. We do have a narrative notes companion for, so we will link to that and the key teaching points in the show notes, as well as all of these books are available for you to look through on our book search on the website, sweetsouthernspeech.com. All right, Kaylin, what's the first book? Okay, so this is a newer book to me, but it is called Night Animals by Gianna Marino. So this book is about animals that are nocturnal, and primarily there is a skunk and a possum. And the skunk finds the possum hiding, and he's trying to figure out why, and then and then he joins the possum. So with this book, you have to have a little bit of background knowledge of what a possum does during, like if it's scared. So background knowledge, a possum will play dead. Like it's just an automatic part of what a possum does, and then it will wake back up. So this book is hilarious. The illustrations are so funny. When the possum gets scared, you can see in the illustration, the possum's eyes are X'd out and the possum got scared. And so the skunk has to take the possum with it wherever it goes. And (laughs) they encounter all these different night animals and they hear all these different sounds. They're all getting freaked out. A wolf, a bear, they're all getting freaked out. And then in the end, it ends up there are people camping in the woods and the people get freaked out by the animals and the animals get freaked out by the campers. And it's a really funny book. Great for sequencing great for, again, inferencing, trying to figure out with the illustrations what's going on, the fact that the possum is not fully with it. It has great repetitive text. The text features are awesome. Predicting what's going to happen. There, It is a complete episode. It's great for early childhood, and it's also good for elementary. And then the sounds that I would address with this book is primarily just possum. So the initial P or that medial S. So it's not like fantastic for speech sounds. Hear a lot of sounds, yeah. No, but you're going to get great grammar and other story elements with this book. So the next book y'all might be more familiar with is Stella Luna by Janelle Cannon. So in this book, it's about fruit bats. Stella Luna is with her mom and they get separated and then she ends up in a bird's nest. So the mom bird basically tolerates Stella Luna's presence with her other baby birds. She feeds her. She lets her take shelter in her nest. But the rule is Stella Luna 
cannot act like a bat and must act <laughs> like a bird. So she can't hang upside down. She must eat what they eat and she must sleep when they sleep. So it's fantastic for comparing contrasting birds and fruit bats. It also has a great social emotional component with the whole trying to fit in the baby birds and Stella Luna become friends and helping each other out. Um, it is great for the message of self-discoveries. Stella Luna goes on this journey and finally discovers what it is to be a fruit bat and that it is okay to hang upside down and fly at night and all these things. It has great text features. It is great for character analysis. And it also has a lot of grammar. So if you're working on adjectives, linguistic verbs, regular, irregular, past tense verbs, present progressive verbs, and complex sentence structures. So Great, great, great for grammar. Um, it is a complete episode, so there is a plan. Because it's longer, I don't know if I would use it for early childhood, but mm -hmm. it is great for elementary. You're going to get a lot of practice with that ST blend um, for Stella Luna and the medial L. And then even for the initial B and then the medial R for bird. And then you could also, when you're talking, so this is just, even though it's not mentioned, fruit bats. So you, if you want to, you can also incorporating, incorporate working on the FR blend. Mm -hmm. And even nest, that final S-T. Final S-T. Because mm -hmm. nest is, is throughout the book. So yeah, cute book, great alternative. Because, you know, bats, we talk about bats a lot during Halloween. So great alternative. The next book we do have a book companion for. It's called R Spider by Linda Monks. Mm -hmm. And if you're looking at this on Amazon, it, it has gone through a couple of cover changes. So my cover is red, but I've also seen it yellow. So don't be too confused if you get it um, at a library or something with a different cover. But this one is super cute. All Spider wants is to be part of this family, wants to be the family pet. But the families whose house she's trying to live in, like they're terrified every time they see her. She tries lots of different ways to show them what a great pet she would make. But every time they see her, they cry, oh, Spider. So super cute if you're working on that AR sound. Obviously, the SP for spider and that final ER for spider. It's great for early childhood elementary. It is a complete episode because the spider has a plan for wanting to become part of the family and be the pet. So problem solving is built in. Obviously, there is a sequence because of all the different things she attempts to become part of the family cute illustrations to study and talk about the whole scene is there's a lot going on social emotional a little bit because she just wants to belong to this family and you can predict if you think she is going to become part of the family and you know what are the things that she might try to do point of view or perspective taking you could use in this book there are some great text features i mean if you have students who are reading with a flat affect or you know who need to work on prosody because there are some large font and like basically they're screaming because there's a spider so this is a perfect mm -hmm. book to get your students to engage on mm -hmm. and there are some repetitive text features which is you know perfect if you have students who you know you want to and you know get engaged in the story the next book is pumpkin soup by helen cooper sweet story about a group of animals so you have a squirrel a duck and a cat and 
they have a routine every day for how they make their pumpkin or how they make their soup, their pumpkin soup. And each one has a specific task. Well, one day Duck wants to do a different task and it messes the whole thing up and he has a temper tantrum and everyone gets mad and Duck leaves. And there's a great social emotional aspect of that. And then they have to go search for Duck and then Duck comes back and it's just kind of a whole conundrum, but great vocabulary, mm-hmm. perfect for sequencing for where they go to look for Duck. The, you know, the theme and message of friendship and, you know, letting people, you know, have different tasks. And this is great for, you know, classroom relating to the classroom where, you know, just because one student is always doing one certain thing, you know, you have to take turns and try different things. Great grammar in this book. You can work on verbs, past tense verbs and linguistic verbs, which are really important to help our students write when they're writing eventually. I would use this book for elementary, upper elementary. The sounds, you're going to get a lot of the initial S for soup. You're going to get the SKW for squirrel, the D and the K for um, duck, and then cat, the final T, and then ER, the medial ER sound. So pumpkin soup. The next book is an interactive book. It's called I'm Trying to Love Spiders by Bethany Barton. So this is a very engaging book. It's kind of like if you've done like Tap the Magic Tree. So it's the following directions of things that you do. The point of view perspective. So the boy who's telling the story. So you see him, his handprint when he squishes the spider. This book, it it's a fun way, an engaging way of learning about different facts about spiders. So it has great vocabulary. It is great for sequencing for all the different um, ways that this boy tries to conquer his fear and tries to fall in love with spiders. The illustrations, again, because it's so interactive, it's great for illustration study in the text features as well. It has action verbs. It has other verbs too, but I would say more for the action verbs with this story. And then predicting, do you think he will end up liking spiders? And you can even have the students relate a little bit. Do you like spiders? What would you do? So great for just a spider book is great for elementary and upper elementary. I think the humor um, and the interactive component with also the vocabulary and all the facts about spiders. It would be great for that group. And then you would work on the initial SP and then the final ER if you're going to use this book. So the next book you might be familiar with, more familiar with the title Pumpkin Town, but it's also referred to as Pumpkin Town or Nothing is Better and Worse Than Pumpkins by Katie McKee, I believe. That's how you pronounce it. So this book, you would grab it for vocabulary. It does have great vocabulary, complex sentence structures, um, and adjectives, regular past tense. So it has a lot of grammar. And even the regular plural final S with the nouns. This book is about a family of brothers and their dad, and they plant pumpkins. And then at the end, once they've harvested, they save the best seeds, but a big wind blows and it blows all of the seeds into the town below. And then the seeds turn into pumpkins and the pumpkins take over this town and the brothers feel bad. Initially, the townspeople were like, wow, beautiful vines and flowers. And then all of a sudden, these huge pumpkins start messing everything up and take over the town. So the brothers feel bad and they go one night and they harvest the pumpkins and clean everything up. 
and they leave a pile of pumpkins for the townspeople who then are able to sell it and make money off of it. So they're super thankful. They make a statue for the brothers and then they gift the brothers watermelons. And so the they eat the watermelons and then they toss out the seeds and then uh, you can kind of predict that it will start all over that the watermelons will then take over the town. But you have to be able to infer that. So again, grammar is the biggest thing for this story. It is a complete episode, great for early childhood and elementary because of the brothers. That's how they're referred to. You can address that initial BR blend the medial TH sound. And then also there is an initial GR that's throughout and then pumpkin. So the initial P in the medial K. Cute book. Okay. The next book is The Rollaway Pumpkin by Jania Wonders. And I hope I'm saying her name correct. It's J-U-N-I-A. So this book is one of those that kind of surprises me because visually the colors are a little more muted. It's, you know, just in the, the character are a little more, I don't know, it's like olden times. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's like they're townspeople. It's kind of older looking, but you can get a lot out of this book. So definitely for me, I can use this with a wide range. I mean, probably early childhood, definitely elementary, but basically a large pumpkin rolls away from the owner, Marla, and it kind of goes through, it rolls through the town and it's one of those like accumulates, it rolls through the country roads, the, you know, the haystacks past a milkman and his cart over a bridge through a city and, you know, all of this, and it kind of, the whole procession, it gets sillier when the group starts, you know, they even encounter like a marching parade and it, they all get to the cauldron and they have pumpkin soup. But the illustrations are, like I said, a little more muted, a little more earthy tones but you're going to get a lot of text features in this. The, there's some bold text to call out specific words. There is like some tilting text to call attention to how to like whimsically, you know, the, how they curve along the cities and the alleyways. You're going to get a repeated phrase throughout that helps add for the opportunity for your students to join in. It is a short and simple story, but it's, you know, it's, it's perfect for the repetitive language, you get a predictive nature of this text and how you can, you know, sequence and predict with your students problem solving. It is a complete episode. You're going to get a high frequency of the P, D, E, R, and initial R sounds. And then the last book we wanted to share is a really sweet one that's super popular. It is The Legend of Spookly, The Square Pumpkin. Super cute, great to use with your early childhood kiddos during Halloween time because it is at a pumpkin patch. So you're, you know, you're getting like pumpkins and pumpkin patch, but it's not, there's no mention of Halloween in it. Or jack-o'-lanterns or anything like that. Yeah. So Spookly, kind of like Stumpkin. Spookly is square Mm -hmm. where pumpkins are supposed to be round or oval shaped. And you know, all the other pumpkins tease him and he's, you know, sad that he's square, but one day it really helps and comes into favor that he's square shaped because he saves the whole pumpkin patch from washing through the fence during a big storm. So obviously there is a message of tolerance and kindness 
but it's in a fun, accessible format for your early learners. It's in the message of it's okay to be different. And sometimes our differences are worth celebrating and, you know, come into play. So great message, great theme here of helping others. So definitely worth studying the illustrations in it. There's some great vocabulary opportunities if you're working on vocabulary with your early learners. But, you know, it is kind of a complex episode. You can scaffold this, but there are two plans to this story. There is some rhyming, alliteration. There are some grammar opportunities. So if you're working on adjectives and, you know, longer phrases, verbs, if you have some older students who don't mind the younger illustrations, you can work on complex sentence structure and prepositional phrases. You are going to get a high frequency of the SKW blend for square, and then the air for air, the SP for spookily, and then the KL and P sound. So the legend of the spookily, the square, pepkin. So some great non-Halloween, but related themes to Halloween. Okay, so those are our alternative picture books to Halloween but if you are doing the Halloween theme, you can use these in parallel, like spookily. You could parallel that book with Stumpkin. Or if you're doing Arg Spider, you can also do I'm Trying to Love Spiders. And you can use those in parallel. So if you do one one week and then do another another week. So just a little nugget. Wanted to give that to you. So next week we will be doing our This or That episode. It is how we kind of vet books. We're going to be comparing Room on the Broom with a very well-loved Little Blue Trucks Halloween. So hope to see you guys next week. Again, access our show notes for all the links that we referenced throughout this episode today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We know you're a busy SLP, so thanks for spending some of your time with us today. Click the description for this episode on your listening app or go to SweetSouthernSpeech.com to access the show notes. We will include any links mentioned. And to continue the conversation, come hang out with us on Instagram at Literacy Based Speech Therapy, where we share lots of books to use in your therapy sessions. We would love to hear your thoughts on what you heard today. Please leave us a review on your listening app. We'll catch you in the next episode.